All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with The Pop Pulse Show. This show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. I am really enthused, really excited to have my guest on the show today. My guest on the show today is Greg Bryant. So Greg is the director of IT for Baylor Scott and White Texas Spine and Joint Hospital. He's done some really interesting stuff across IT, across process, across operations. But I'm not going to steal Greg's thunder. Welcome to the show, Greg. Thanks for carving out time. Uh, thanks for having me, Anthony. I didn't know I had thunder to begin with. That makes me feel really good. <laughs> you um, too. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It should be fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, um, really appreciate uh, really appreciate you being here. Uh, Greg, I love words and stories. I love to hear about how people started off, what led them to where they're at today. Um, tell us about yourself. Tell us about your background, but you know, tell us about what you've gone through in your life that have led you to the person you are today. You know, maybe maybe tell her teleport us back. You know. Okay. Um, I guess we'll go back to 2008. I was a general manager for a retail clothing store, and did that for years and was doing okay. But got tired of the hours because you work weekends, you work holidays, all that kind of stuff. Right. So I was at my house one Sunday morning reading the paper and there was a healthcare tech company that was hiring. So I said, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I had a little computer science background from college. So I um, applied. I took all the skills tests. I passed them and I got hired. Who, who knew? So um, I got the job. I worked my way up. Um, mm -hmm. I myself got employee of the year, my first full year there. Um, Worked, worked my way through and then got offered a consulting role at a by a consulting company, one of the big four that's out there. You guys know what they are. Um, got a consulting role at a hospital, worked there for 18 months. And then after that contract ended, they had nothing else for me. I was like, well, I wonder if I could do it on my own. So I said, I'm going to start doing this for myself and work for myself and establish my own LLC and do all that kind of stuff. And it worked out. Um, it took me to Hawaii for a year and a half. It took me to, to Northern California, New Mexico, mm -hmm. Indiana. Um, and then as I was going through that, I said, hey, let's take another step further. I'm living in the Midwest. I'm going to open up a retail store and have a, a, a storefront for residential IT and business IT stuff, not healthcare related. Mm -hmm. And did that for a while. You know, it was a good learning experience. Um, teach you about yourself. Teach you about um, how business really works at the granular level. Mm -hmm. But one day while working, I got a phone call from my current employer. I asked him about an interview. Um, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had the first interview via Skype. And then I went down there and like okay we're gonna do this so we did it and that's where i am today i love it yeah. i love it no i love the story i love the jumps and um you know yeah. it's funny we had um we had someone from wahiwa general hospital i know you were there right so you lived you lived in in hawaii right i did live in hawaii that must have been the life huh <laughs> it i tell everybody no picture does it justice it's 
I've never looked somewhere where it's literally the same every day year round. Which I know it's funny. Some people are like, oh, I like my season, I like my scar, I like my yeah. cool weather. Sorry, no. Yeah. Give me 81, give me sunny every day. I will take that every day. <laughs> waking up in the morning, having your coffee overlooking the Pacific Ocean. The bluest you know, blue, right? And then yeah. like exactly. Like it looks like a crayon blue. And then yeah. going home. And it's like 5.30 and you still got three hours of sunlight and people are out playing volleyball on the beach and you can go to the local market, get your little poke bowl, your little sushi, and it's everything's fresh and really good. Now it's expensive. You're going right. to pay for it. Right, right. But everything's really good out there. Yeah, no, I, I love yeah, it. I, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, but um, that that hospital that you were with, yeah, we had a gentleman named Randy on the show mm-hmm. that that's there right now, actually, and uh, he he runs IT there. So so it's so really super cool that you were there, and uh, just speaking about Ooh. it, it reminds me, I want to go back. And so I know you're in you're in Tyler, Texas, right now, right? That is correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I'm about an hour hour and a half east of Dallas. I love it. I love it. So, so to contrast a little bit, you have family there, or is it mainly the opportunity that you're with right now? And, no, uh, I have. Just, yeah, we have a uh, two. No, sorry, we have uh, two kids. Um, me and my wife, we have two kids, um, twelve and five, twelve and six now. Nice. Um, so it's just the four of us. Our extended families. My family's from Alabama. Her family's mm-hmm. from Kansas. So they're still there. But we live here now. Nice. Nice. And uh, so, Greg, let me ask you, um, you've done a lot of interesting stuff in IT, right? You probably have seen everything from, like, from a hospital perspective, uh, you know, the data side, there's there's EHR implementation, there's security, there's all this stuff. Like, what is, like, if there's, like, someone in, in IT and, and you have to, you know, you're teaching a class of, like, new CIOs or new IT directors that are going to go out and help hospitals get their technology in their operations. I think so what, are, oh, what are some, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Can you hear me now? Oh. Oh. Let's see here. So Greg, yeah, no, I'd love to, um, you know, hear a little bit about from an IT perspective, you know, like say you had a bunch of IT directors at different hospitals that you're trying to make you know, they're, they're going to go out to hospitals. They're going to help technology elevate at the hospital that, that they're at, improve operations. What advice would you have? Like, what is the, for them, you know, what is the difference that makes a difference in IT for specifically a hospital setting? Um, so in all hospitals, technology aside, you're there, you're there as a steward for the patient. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about And I believe that just as much as anybody else. So you've got to make sure the technology is leveraged for the best possible patient outcome. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Because I can come in with some really cool stuff mm-hmm. and all this very great, all these great appliances, but does it help the patient? Right. If it doesn't help the patient, why are we even looking for it? You know, right. even if the physician comes and says, I want to get this appliance because I like it. Well, is it helping the patient? Well, not really. Then let's not even, even broach that subject. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. keep the patient focused and also keep the patient engaged. Um, mm-hmm. Anything new that we do now, we're a, a different thing. But anything new we do, we involve the patient because patients should be a part of the care team. 
Um, so if there's a new, a new appliance we're trying or we're piloting a new piece of technology or a new initiative we're doing, um, be it around interoperability or technology or any advancements, we engage the patient and let them know along the way what we're doing. Got it. Got it. And and what are take that a step? Let's take that a step further. Like, what are some what are some new technologies or techniques or processes you see out there that you know you might have experience or you're you're fascinated to to potentially try out? Um, I'll go both sides. So what we experience. So being that we're we're more a surgical uh, muscle skeletal facility, mm-hmm. we do a lot with um, proactive recovery and post-surgical recovery. So we have, mm-hmm. like we do, cry- we have cryotherapy on site, mm-hmm. that's fitness on site. We have, a, we have an entire sports medicine wing that does, we have a, a, a Vicon system that allows us to motion capture the patient's gait or force, and we can measure how much force they're putting on each side of their body. So let's say they had a hip injury, we can put them on, walk them through, and we can see if they're still favoring that hip or not. Mm-hmm. And then our researchers can say, hey, let's suggest your gait and see if you relieve that pain in your hip. Um, and in some cases, that can make a surgical case non-surgical. Because instead of going through a surgery for Achilles, we just see, well, actually, you finding some physical therapy on your mm-hmm. knee, on your other leg, right. and to react to problems. So now we've reduced costs for the patient and the hospital by doing such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I love it. So yeah, it's really fascinating what you're do- what you guys are doing, right? And it, it's it's great that you know these services from a from a spine and musculoskeletal standpoint, you're 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 supporting it with great you know IT processes and operations. Uh, I guess, Greg, you know what I'd love to understand a little bit is you know you're seeing some fascinating things in health. You're you're working on some great things from an IT perspective. Tell me a little bit about health in the future what is the vision of health according to greg like what would you like to see happen what's that optimistic version of, of the future when it comes to health I'd just love to hear a little bit about that um it's funny i was at a conference in uh, a few weeks ago in chicago and we this conversation was brought up over dinner mm-hmm. and my response then uh, as we become and good and bad, we've become so advanced technology. Mm-hmm. Everything is at our fingertips. I mean, mm-hmm. I look up my bank account when I can look up my you know, mortgages, light bill, water, water bill, what have you. But as far as health information, it's still not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, not some regulation driven, but some of that also is technology driven. Mm-hmm. Why can't the patient just not just from a portal look up? Oh, I have this done. But look at the next steps and say, what's my care plan going to be? Mm-hmm. That's to me, that's the is for someone in their hand to have their care plan and to be able to engage mm-hmm. in their care teams along the way. You know, mm-hmm. so if if a patient has, you know, stage two breast cancer, can they look on their phone and contact their oncology nurse and contact the infusion clinic and say, Hey, what's the next steps for me? Where are we going with this? How aggressive are we going to be? And contact their visit provider as well. That's going to, that's going to take provider engagement. As we know, sometimes providers aren't the most engaging with the technology that's coming out that's new. They like what they've, they've used in the past. 
that's going to take a culture shift on that side. And that's kind of conversations all facilities have to have with their providers and all staff as a whole is that this stuff is coming. Like the technology right. is going to happen, whether we like right. it or not. Whether I'm in my position or not, this technology is going to happen. How can I make the best of it for the patient and for the care team is my goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it, Greg. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's exciting, right? There's so many possibilities that are, that are in front of us, you know, the care plan. It's, it's, it's really cool to see that evolve, right? And then seeing these pieces come into place that can allow for personalization, the consumerization for health. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's super, super cool, you know, to see, uh, Greg, I actually have one more question for you. And, uh, I guess before I, I ask it, what if our listeners wanted to engage with you on say like social media or, you know, just reach out directly if you'd like that to occur, what would be a good way to do so? Um, I do have a Twitter and it's very simple. It's at Greg Bryant Jr. Jr. Um, and I'm actually, it's funny, we're doing a podcast. So I've started the groundwork of doing my own. Nice. But I want my, what I am looking for is um, not necessarily healthcare related, but just technology as a whole and looking at how technology interacts with different parts of life. So it could be technology and fashion or it could be commerce. It could be games. It could be serious stuff like bullying or anything going on yeah. in the news. So, I, um, and the name of the website is techcrossover.com mm-hmm. at techcrossover on as well. Um, I've already got the domains and everything taken care of. Now I just got to get all the other stuff lined out for it. But yeah, you can reach out to me. I'm a pretty open book. Um, Twitter may be the easiest way initially to get to me um, because it's right there as opposed to you know, I'm not, I'm not in front of a computer 24-7. I do get away from the technology and have a life outside of this. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's awesome. Greg. Now, this is, well, I first do. of all, congratulations on the podcast. Um, yeah, it, it, when we go offline, definitely we can jam out. I, can, I can't tell you how to make a good podcast, but mm-hmm. I can give you a top 10 top 10 things not to do when you start off <laughs> and so we have that list um but it's super, it's super yes. cool super fun you know I'll, 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 one, one thing i will say is like the first episode we did i was i was like i was spinning my wheels i was like oh my gosh gotta start a podcast gonna do this i want to do this be fun and then one of our advisors john john uh was like dude um just um sign up for soundcloud and we're gonna do it on GoToMeeting and we're gonna record it audio only and you're just gonna talk to me like you are. We're friends, let's just talk and that's episode one and he's like, I promise you episode two is gonna be 500% better, 500% better than episode one. And uh, so Greg, you're episode 146 and uh, it just it just momentum wow. rolling from wow. there. But these are fun. I think the most important thing um, why I started, it's great talk, it's, it's, it's cheap talk therapy um it, it gets you to talk to other people about cool stuff right and i, I like the topics too and so uh if you ever need a guest on there if you want me to be episode one i will so <laughs> but um uh no i'm just kidding oh, cool. I, I around, but greg uh what my last question for you my last question for you is so you're you're in yes. health and wellness 
Um, what's something you do like on a weekly basis or a morning routine or weekly routine or, or monthly that keeps the engine going, that keeps you motivated, that keeps you healthy or, you know, into well-being? Any one or two things that really work for you these days? I, so the facility I work at, since we have a sports science wing, we do have a, we built a fitness center, gym. So I've gotten back into the working out. We have the, um, the Peloton bikes. I like mm. Peloton. Um, I, they're really cool. They do their workout, but I, it makes you realize how not in shape you are because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like halfway thirty minute hill climb. You're like this is not. so. I, I've gotten into working out thing. On the flip side, um, in the evening times, we are big foodies. We like new new restaurants, new foods. Um, so we we like. Going to different restaurants, like trying, I cook it at home too, but like mm-hmm. trying new restaurants. So, like when we have babysitter for the kids, we go out and do that kind of thing. But before mm-hmm. work, I like going in and get like that 45 minute workout to kind of clear my mind. But because I know when I walk into the office, there's going to be 30 things in front of me and I got to take care of. So, that's that window of getting the endorphins going kind of helps me out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I love it. I love it, Greg. No, no, it sounds, it sounds, uh, sounds, you know, super healthy and it's good to, you know, I'm always interested and intrigued to, to find out what, what keeps everyone's batteries charged. You know, I think we're, we're in an age where, uh, the default, if you let it right, is, is kind of to live a, a low energy, you know, low motivation lifestyle. There's so much media out there that can push you down. And then next thing you know, you're, you're just, you know, most people are just sitting there consuming, you know, negativity. So I'm just always, you know, fascinated to see what, what keeps everyone, you know, uh, with their light, their, uh, their light and thunder, you know, going these days. So Greg, um, so first of all, thanks for sharing your origin story with us. Thank you for sharing your passions. And then most importantly, thank you for sharing your vision of health in the future, which is, you know, super awesome and fascinating to hear. Uh, to our listeners out there, this is the Pop Health Show, and this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Greg, again, thank you so much for being on the show. This was great. Thank you. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks so much. Much appreciated.